0: Everyone, and welcome back to Short Stories for Kids, the magical podcast of story adventures. And now it's time for not one, but two very special birthday shout outs. First of all, we have a very special birthday shout out to Lily, who is six years old. And Lily lives in Connecticut. She loves math, swimming, and baking with her mom. She also enjoys her dad making up adventure stories about unicorns on their ride to school every morning. Happy sixth birthday, Lily. And now on to our second birthday shout out, which is also a six years old birthday. Happy birthday to Cole, who loves stories! His dad tells him stories from his bed at bedtime about a superhero named Power Boy, who is the secret identity of a boy in kindergarten. He goes on adventures with his sidekick, Power Baby, who also doubles as a preschooler named Logan. Cole's brother is also coincidentally named Logan. We are premium subscribers and love listening on long car rides. Happy birthday, Cole. Have an amazing day. And remember, if you would like a special birthday shout out, all you have to do is go to our website at shortstoriesforkidspodcast.com and on the homepage, you can order one there. If there was one thing that Jessie loved more than anything, it was skateboarding. The park was only a few minutes' walk from her house, which of course was even quicker on a skateboard, and so Jessie would take every opportunity to hit the skate park and practice. The skate park was often busy with plenty of ramps and half-pipes. Consequently, a number of skaters could spread out and use it at the same time, meaning Jessie could usually find a spot to perfect her moves. Even though she was the youngest there, some of the older skaters would give her their time or teach her something new. So as long as they were around, she always felt safe. The trouble was, they weren't always around. The downside of the skate park was when it was just her, Molly Oberisk Skull skaters. At least, that's what they liked to call themselves. Jessie didn't like them at all. They were in the year above her at school. And boy, did they make sure Jessie knew it. They would sneer at her skating, snigger at her board, and laugh if she took a fall. And not that they were any better. They just found it fun to pick on the little kid. Just your typical bullies, really. But Jessie loved her skateboarding far more than she disliked Molly Oberisk Skull Skaters. So she ignored them wherever and whenever she could. And just did what she enjoyed best. One Saturday, Jessie arrived at the skate park later than usual. she just had a dental appointment that morning. And so when she did arrive, she found many of the regular skaters huddled around a large poster. It said skateboarding competition here friday the 7th of april 2 pm prizes and then in large print underneath besides a large photo meet pro skateboarder tony falcon Jessie couldn't believe it tony falcon was her absolute skateboarding hero she'd watched hours of youtube videos of him doing the most amazing tricks he didn't skate much anymore but he owned the best skateboard making company out there. Jessie hoped to own one of his boards one day. Jessie was snapped out of her thoughts by a hard shove on her shoulder, sending her stumbling sideways. Oh, what's this? said Molly Oberisk loudly. Someone having a party. What's the matter with you, Molly? Can't you read? said one of the older kids. It's a competition. Whoa, Tony Falcon's gonna be there, said Goma Fury, one of Molly's crew. And there's prizes, beamed Jazz Roth from somewhere behind her badly applied black eye makeup. She was the third of Molly's skull skaters. You ain't thinking of going, are you, Jessie? smiled Molly menacingly. I mean, you wouldn't want to embarrass yourself any more than you usually do now, would you? Jessie knew better than to get in an argument with an older girl, so she just tucked her board under her arm and went off to look for a gap on a ramp. Within seconds, she'd forgotten all about Molly Oberisk. Her head was now filled with the skateboarding competition and Tony Falcon. In the run-up to competition day, the skate park got busier and busier as skateboarders traveled from across the city and further afield to practice on the park's ramps and half-pipes. Luckily for Jessie, she lived so close that she could usually get there before it got too busy and stay long after many had had to head home. And so it was that, on the day of the event, Jessie was feeling pumped. She'd got a few new tricks nailed, She'd serviced her board to ensure it would give its best performance, and she was feeling positive. She knew she was young and unlikely to win anything, but for Jessie, it was the chance to skateboard with Tony Falcon watching her that really got her excited. The skate park had been transformed. Fencing had gone up, there was a registration booth, food stools and even stands selling skateboarding goods, including one for Tony Falcon's company. And there were people, lots and lots of people. Jessie wasted no time in registering. She fell into the under-16 category, and was looking like she might be the youngest there. There would be a first round where skateboarders would use the ramps and pipes to build up points by showing what they could do. Then, the top four would move through to the final later in the afternoon. She'd hoped for a few minutes of practice, but the park was packed and it looked like they were gearing up to start anyway, so Jessie found a gap to sit and watch. There was Molly and her skull skaters goofing around on the opposite side. And there, talking to one of the organizers, was Tony Falcon clutching one of his skateboards. Jessie couldn't believe she was actually seeing him in the flesh. Eventually, the ramps were cleared, welcome speeches made, and then to everyone's delight, Tony Falcon did a few tricks for the crowd. Jessie was pleased to see that he was still as good as ever, and at one point, he did a kickflip right in front of her. So close, she felt she could have reached out and touched him. And then it was time to begin. Gomer, Jazz, and Molly were all before Jessie and took their turns to show the judges what they could do. Jazz managed to send her board shooting off in one direction while she face-planted in another. So that was her out straight away. But both Gomer and Molly made respectable scores. And then it was Jessie's turn. Nervously, she stood on the edge of a drop, skateboard poised, with the entire crowd's eyes on her, including Tony Falcon. It was now or never. Go on, Jessie, you can do it, cheered one of the older skateboarders helpfully. This sent a little flutter of clapping and cheering around the audience, which made Jessie smile. She took a deep breath and went for it. It was an excellent round. And to her complete surprise, she found herself at the top of her group on points. Pleased with how it had gone, she decided she needed a drink. And so, with a few pats on the back from other skateboarders, she squeezed past the judges, only to get a huge smile and a nod from Tony Falcon himself. That really made her day. It was busy amongst the stands, so Jessie grabbed her drink then found a gap between a churro stool and a pizza truck to savor her efforts so far. She was definitely through to the final, and Tony Falcon had noticed her. Wow, what a perfect day so far. Or at least it was, until a pair of hands hauled her backwards, sending her drink spiraling to the floor. Jessie thudded to the grass and then felt a heavy weight land on her chest. Gomer Fury was sitting on her. Huh, you might think you're good, snapped Molly Oberisk, standing over her. But they were only giving you special treatment because they felt sorry for you. Let me go, Jessie said angrily. Why can't you just leave me alone? Oh, we'll leave you alone, all right, in just a minute, sneered Molly as she was past Jessie's skateboard by a red-faced Jazz Roth. Leave my board alone, demanded Jessie, but Molly wasn't listening. Behind the pizza truck was a metal gas canister, and Molly now lifted Jessie's board high above her head and brought it down upon the canister's rim with an audible crack. The skateboard splintered, and a wheel went missing away down the gap between the stands. Looks like you're out of the competition after all, smirked Molly. And with the rest of her skull skaters in tow, left Jessie alone, lying on her back, staring sadly at the sky above her. So that was it. It was over. She was so angry that she couldn't even bring herself to cry. How cruel and unfair. Looking sideways, she could see her skateboard, broken and useless, lying just out of reach. She could only see three of the wheels, not that it mattered. It couldn't be mended. ''Hey, is this yours?'' asked a gentle voice behind her. Turning her head, she could just see along the gap where the stands backed onto one another. And leaning out of one of those stands was Tony Falcon holding her missing wheel. Ah, uh, yeah, it is,'' she said with a sniff. For a moment, she thought tears were going to overwhelm her. ''Having trouble with your board?'' he asked. ''Yeah, something like that,'' she replied, still lying on the ground. ''You know, there are idiots at every skate park. The trick is to not let them get to you,'' Tony said softly. ''I'll try,'' she said. ''I I really do.'' ''Yeah, I think you do,'' nodded Tony. ''And they do it to you because they know you're a better skateboarder than they are. They would never beat you otherwise.'' Well, they've won this time. They've smashed my board. A single salty tear finally escaped from her eye. That they did, agreed Tony. But it just so happens that I've got a stand full of boards in here, and I don't like bullies. The Under-16's final was between Gomer Fury, Molly Oberisk, somebody from across town called Gareth Day, and Jessie. It was an impressive showing from all of them, with both Gomer and Molly looking particularly smug because they thought they'd stop Jessie from taking part. Jazz was eating a churro when Jessie appeared with her new board, a new Tony Falcon board at that. Jazz was so surprised that she inhaled a chunk of churro and had a choking fit. Gomer's jaw hung open as if his brain was running on empty and couldn't compute what she was seeing. While Molly just looked furious, really furious. This time, Jessie had no hesitation when it was time to start. She felt calm, she felt good, and she felt happy. She dropped off at the top of the ramp and she was away. She even managed to rub Molly's nose in it by performing her best trick right in front of her and getting a round of whoops and cheers in return. These cheers only rose to a crescendo upon completion of her round as she clearly outperformed the other three finalists. Despite being the youngest there, she was suddenly surrounded by well wishes and smiling faces praising her for her performance. Tony Falcon presented her with a trophy and a gift bag and there were photos and handshakes and fist bumps galore. After a quick chat with Jessie, Tony took the microphone for a quick announcement. Hey, everyone. Um, Can I have a moment, please? Jessie here, I, I think, proves to us all what dedication and practice looks like. She put time into this skate park every day. And as a result, she's wiped the floor with the competition. I've just spoken to Jessie, and she's just agreed to be the face of my new advertising campaign. I have to say, she reminds me of me when I was her age. What? Screeched Molly Oberisk angrily, and in her temper, she tried to push past Gomer, except Gomer was bigger than she was, and all she managed to do was bounce off him, losing her footing at the top of a ramp to tumble onto the concrete below. She broke her collarbone and her wrist and had to be whisked away to the hospital. For Jessie, though, it was the best day of her life. And even though she'd got a new board, a trophy, an advertising gig, and met her hero, she knew it wasn't going to be her best day ever. Those days were still to come. And so, every day, you'll find her at the skate park, practicing. And loving every minute. The End